This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers. Small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 38 is going to be from Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 1. If we do not want to drift away from salvation, then we must give the more earnest heed to the word. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 1. Therefore we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. If we do not want to drift away from God's word, then we have to give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard. A boat that is sitting on a body of water, if it does not have the motor running and the propeller spinning, will drift with the current. It's not hard. It just goes along with the current if there's not a force acting upon it that will push it in a different direction. If the motor is not turned on, and the propeller is not spinning, then it will drift with the current because that's the way the current is going. It, but if the motor's turned on and the propeller is pinning, spinning, then it has a force acting upon it and will allow it to go against the current. But that force has to be greater than the current. If the force is not greater than the current, then it will just sit in the spot and stay in one spot, if it's equal to the current, or if it's less than the current, then the boat will float right along with the current. It will go right down the current with the current. But if the propeller is spinning and it's going fast enough to overcome the current, then the boat will propel itself through the water against the current. In Hebrews chapter 2, and verse 1, therefore we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. The more earnest heed is the propeller spinning faster than the current and propelling the boat through the current. The world is the current, and it's wanting to take us away from God. It's wanting us to just turn the motor off, stop spinning the propeller, so we can just drift alongside of it. You see, that would be easier. It takes energy, it takes work to go against the current. That's why in Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 1 it says, The more earnest heed to the things we have heard. We have to be willing to put in the work necessary to not drift away. If the propeller on the boat is not spinning fast enough, the boat's going to drift away. In Amos chapter 3 and verse 3, the Bible says, how can two walk together unless they be agreed? If we agree with the world, then our propeller is going to stop turning and we're going to drift right alongside that current. It's not going to be hard. In 1 John chapter 2 verses 15 through 17, the Bible says, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. There are so many things in this world that will pull us away from God. They will just allow us to drift away from God. And if we allow them into our lives 
and our propeller is not spinning and our motor is not going, then we're going to go right alongside of them and be taken away from the Father. Do not love the world or the things in the world. We have TVs in our houses. We have internet in our houses. And both those items can be very good and useful for the kingdom if they're used properly. But also on them are things of the world, such as homosexuality, abortion, lying, loving money, and so many other things that we could talk about that we allow into our homes through this, these mediums. And if we're not careful, if our motor isn't spinning fast enough and our propeller going where it can propel us through these things, we're going to drift away from God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 24 through 27, this is how Paul had his motor going and his propeller spinning so that he could propel himself through these things and not drift away from God. Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it, and everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty, thus I fight not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I preach to others, I myself should be disqualified. Notice what Paul says. We're running in a race. In another place, in Ephesians chapter 6, he says we're fighting in a war. But here he uses this analogy of running in a race. You see, it takes a lot of work and a lot of effort to prepare yourself to run a marathon. If you are not running every single day and preparing your body by eating the right things and taking care of your body, then you're not going to be able to run in this race to the extent where you're going to be able to win the race. Notice what he says. Do, not, do you not know that those who run in the race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty. Thus I fight not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body. I bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should be disqualified. If we do not want to drift away from salvation, then we must give the more earnest heed to the word of God. He says here, he disciplines his body, he brings it into subjection. He uses this to propel himself against the current, against drifting away. But this is a daily process. Or if it's not, we could be disqualified from the race. And in this instance, being disqualified from the race means not going to heaven, but going to hell. If we're disqualified, we will not see the Father. We have to run in such a way that we will obtain the prize. We have to give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. In 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 6, for though he was crucified in weakness, yet he lives by the power of God. For we also are weak in him, but we shall live with him by the power of God toward you. Examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless indeed you are disqualified. But I trust that you will know that we are not 
disqualified. So notice here, we are weak. We don't have the power to propel ourselves against the current on our own. This is why we need to give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard. We need to examine ourselves to see if we're in the faith. Remember Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we need to examine ourselves by the word of God to see if we are in the faith. We need to test ourselves. We need to look back over the things we have done in our lives and make sure we're not drifting away from God. If you're on the inside of the boat, not paying attention to the current, it's easy to drift away. You might not even know how far you are from where you started because it's easy to drift away. It doesn't always take a lot of effort to drift away, but the current just keeps going and going. And you get further and further away from where you were to a point sometimes where you can't even find your way back. You're lost. You see, this is why Jesus came into the world is because we had drifted away and we needed him. We didn't know the way back. We don't know the way back. We have to go through him in order to find the way back. John chapter 14 and verse 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes unto the Father except by me. If we're not going through Jesus, then we're not going to find the way back. And we're going to have drifted away. But we need to make sure that we're watching ourselves we're looking outside to see if we're moving with the current or we're moving in the direction that we need to move to get closer to where we want to go. We need to test ourselves. We need to make sure that every action that we're doing is right with God. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17, And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to God the Father through him. You see, that's how we test ourselves. We look at the scriptures and we say, okay, this is the action that I did. And this is what the Word of God says. And if they do not match, then we need to quit that action. Therefore, coming back to Him, testing ourselves to see if we are in the faith, examining ourselves. Because look at the end of verse 5. It says, unless indeed you are disqualified. And being disqualified is drifting away from God. But how do we know the truth? In John chapter 8, verse 32, John recorded that Jesus said, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. We need to make sure that what we are teaching and how we are living is according to the truth. John chapter 17 and verse 17. Sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is truth. In 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 18 through 20, we have Hymenaeus and Alexander. We're going to see in this that they have shipwrecked their faith. They have drifted away. They did not examine themselves. They did not test themselves to make sure that they were in the faith, but that they drifted away and became shipwrecked. This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare, having faith and a good conscience, which some have rejected concerning the faith, have suffered shipwrecked, of whom are Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I delivered to Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme. If we do not want to drift away from salvation, then we must give the more earnest heed to the word. Notice this in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 18 through 19. I charge you, I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare, by what, by what was committed to him, having faith and a good conscience, which some have rejected, You see, if we've rejected faith and a good conscience, then we're going to drift away from God. 
We're going to drift away from what he wants us to be. And if we're not giving earnest heed to the word of God, we're not going to be able to stop this. And we're just going to go further and further away until we're not going to know how to get back to the path. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 4, the Bible says, Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry, and commanding to abstain from foods which are created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good, and nothing is to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Notice in verse 1 it says that in latter time some will depart from the faith. They're not given the more earnest heed to the word, and they're drifting away from God. They're giving heed to things that God said are wrong, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies and hypocrisy, and having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. If we continue to drift away, and we refuse to come back to the Word of God, which is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped unto all good works, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. If we continue to drift away from that, eventually we sear our conscience where we no longer see what we're doing is wrong, and we just continually drift out into the sea, further and further away from God, until at some point... We no longer want to return. We need to be careful of this in our lives. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 3 through 10, we see the love of money. And I want you to notice some things. When people love money, they're drifting away from God. In verse 5, it says they're destitute of the truth. In verse 9, it says they drown men in destruction and perdition. And in verse 10, it says, For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed from the faith and their greediness and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. If you love money more than you love God, you're drifting away from God. You're drowning in in perdition. You're destitute of the truth and how easy it is for us to love money. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 5, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom. Preach the word, be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. But you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. If we do not want to drift away from salvation, then we must give the more earnest heed to the word. Notice what it says in verse 3, For the time will come and they will not endure sound doctrine. That time is right now. And we need to be careful that we're giving the more earnest heed to the things that we've heard so that we are not these people drifting away from God. In verse 4 it says, They turn their ears away from the truth and turn their ears to fables. And then in verse 5 he tells the young gospel preacher, Give them more earnest heed. Notice what he says. He says, but you be watchful in all things. Endure afflictions. Do the work of the evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. If we do not want to drift away from salvation, then this is what we must do. We must be watchful in all things. Endure afflictions. Do the work. And fulfill our ministries. So as we go about our lives today, 
Let us take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.